Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. You like LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Take that kicking off our show today with Rule the World. You can get in touch with me on WhatsApp and text 086 1800 658. Hope you're keeping well today. I'd say a lot of people are either on the countdown like I am to a little bit of an Easter holiday we're not here tomorrow. Our re- the regulars, the regulars aren't here. We're off tomorrow uh, until next Tuesday. So we're a bit of a countdown. I'd say a lot of people are taking time off and it's nice. It's just a nice bit of a breather now, isn't it? Coming up to the Easter, I plan on eating lots of chocolate. That's my plan because, you know, it's a great excuse. And there's nothing like an Easter egg out of the fridge, lovely and cold, dipped into a little bit of, you know, coffee or tea or something. Amazing. Planning on eating loads of it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Why not? Great excuse. We had a great night last night in the TLT for the Mothers of Ukraine concert and it was such a brilliant show. It really was. I was home way past my bedtime last night. But look at lots of coffee in the, in me this morning. So I'm, I'm raring to go. But it was organised by singer-songwriter Maria Bushley from Town, and she felt the need, you know, to do something to help the people of Ukraine. And she thought, look, what can I do? So she got uh, the, really the cream of the crop of Irish and international talent together for a tremendous concert last night in the TLT. It was just really amazing. I mean, where else are you going to see the likes of Donal Lunny and Paddy Glacken on the same stage as St. Peter's Male Voice Choir and uh, Vladimir Yakblakov, an absolutely incredible violin player. He's unreal. We've had him on the show a couple of times. Got to meet him in person last night. He was amazing. Also met the incredible Marina Odulska. She is from Ukraine and she performed. I mean, this woman left her home country like three or so, three or four weeks ago. She's got four children. She came here with practically nothing and got up on the TLT stage and belted out the most heart-wrenching songs that you'll ever hear in her Ukrainian tongue. And it was just... Oh my goodness, she's amazing. She's like revered in her home country of Ukraine. We were so blessed to have her on the stage last night through our kind of mutual, my really non-existent Ukraine and her smattering of English. We tried to communicate as best we could. But uh, we had a lovely translator there 
Nick Lifchenko, he's a Ukrainian uh, promoter. He's been he's he's Irish really. He's been living here for so long. We've definitely adopted him at this stage. But he was brilliant and he was translating and I did decide because I was hosting the event, I did decide there was loads of um, you know, people from Ukraine going to be in the audience. I said, "Wouldn't it be nice if I tried to do a little phrase of Ukrainian so he was coaching me backstage and I was nervous but I went out and I did it anyway and judging from his reaction afterwards I think I didn't do too badly of a job but it was just lovely it really was and I want to say thank you so much to everybody who showed up because uh, it really you know this is whatever little bit we can do to help so all that money that was raised last night goes directly to UNICEF but I also have to mention very quickly the brilliant Drogheda Dolls who got on board and supported this from day one and they organised a really great raffle and from the raffle alone 1,600 from the raffle alone was raised going directly to UNICEF so that was all down to the Dolls organising it and getting the prizes and they were there in the night helping us and it was just really great to see them and you know look they're always the first ones to help they really are but it was lovely and um, what I did uh, you know chatting to some people from Ukraine afterwards and there was one lady who had very good English and she was saying how welcomed they feel here in Ireland and I think that's really important and I was you know a little bit on edge asking her you know well how are you getting on here and you know are you are you settling in okay and she says oh my goodness the Irish people have just opened their arms and welcomed us so that was really lovely to, to hear and they you know they seem to be in very good spirits going out the door last night and that was what that was all about as well to kind of give them a bit of reprieve and a bit of relief and you know give them a nice Irish welcome which we are doing so that was really lovely and thanks so much the the lovely Sandra and the TLT she was there in the TLT I know she's listening today she listens every day thank you so much for your lovely comments and everything afterwards and there was a lot of people that came up to me afterwards uh, who listen in regularly so thank you so much for listening and for stopping me and, and chatting it's lovely to meet you all in person as well now we've lots to get through on the programme today I am really looking forward to chatting to Juliet Crosby I had the privilege of seeing this lady perform. It was a work in development. She's working on it at the moment. A one woman show in Drihid not that long ago. And it was the first time I'd seen her perform. She is just incredible to watch. She really is. And she's written this show as well herself. But she is preparing now. This has been a long time coming. Two and a half years of preparations to get to the stage with Circle of Friends, the brilliant Maeve Binchy novel. It has been adapted for the stage. It's starting uh, next Wednesday is the opening night and it's going to run until May and uh, she is playing the brilliant character of Nan. So we're going to chat to her very shortly. Uh, firstly, we are getting to our music. Uh, I've got a great Great song on the way. This is especially for a very special couple. Congratulations to John Mueller and Emma. They are getting married today. Have a wonderful day. That's coming in from Breda. We're going to t- dedicate Beyonce just for- There's Beyonce. Crazy in love. Especially for John Mueller and Emma getting married today. Wishing you all the very best in your lives together. It's looking like a decent day out there as well. Fingers crossed the rain stays away for you on your big day. Uh, but I, do you know what? It doesn't really matter, does it? Not? Once the wedding's planned, that's it. Look, get on with it. Whether the, the rain falls or the sun shines, you have to get on with it. Now, we have my top three TV recommendations on the way for you. I also have a really nice competition courtesy of Highfield Veterinary Clinic and music from Callum Scott. That's all on the way. 11 to 1.
I have a nice competition for you today. This is courtesy of Highfield Veterinary Clinic. They are celebrating the opening of their new clinic at Unit 2 Beachmount Home Park in Navin. And they've given us a €100 Euro voucher to give away. That's a really great prize. So if you have an animal that might need a vaccination or maybe it could go towards neutering costs or healthcare costs or maybe you want to stock up on supplies at their shop, this is a great prize. So a €100 Euro voucher for Highfield Veterinary Clinic. And I'm going to keep it really simple, OK? Because we're approaching Easter... Now listen to this one, right? So what, this is the question. What animal, animal would you associate with Easter? Notice I said animal and not bird. What animal would you associate with Easter? 086-1800-658. Don't forget to put your own details on it on WhatsApp and text and we'll pick a winner towards the end of the show. So what animal would you associate with Easter? And that voucher for €100 Euro for Highfield Veterinary Clinic could be going to you. You're just like my favorite song going round, round my head. Want to dedicate that one to Sarah Hayden? She's on Clancilla. That's coming in from Audrey, uh, Andrea, sorry, Andrea Lynch. Have a lovely day, Sarah Hayden. I hope you're having a great birthday. Don't forget, I love to hear your requests and shout outs. So if there are celebrations happening, do get in touch on 086-1800-658. Now, round about this time on a Thursday, we talk TV. Now, I did mention yesterday Dairy Girls, and I think the whole world knows Dairy Girls is back on our screens. Channel 4, quarter past nine. So that's not on my list today, but, you know, everyone's watching that one. This week, I do have a dodgy look a Russian doll and yes the return of the Kardashians Um, but first I want to talk about Russian Doll this is a brilliant series I thoroughly enjoyed the first season of this it was on Netflix and um it's been a long time coming, COVID delays and all the rest of it with season two. But it stars Emmy-nominated actress Natasha Lyon, uh, who you'll know from the American Pie movies and lots of other things, but that's the most recognisable. It's a comedy drama series and she plays Nadia, a young woman who's on a journey to be the guest of honour at a party. It's her birthday party in New York City. But she gets caught in a mysterious loop and she repeatedly attends the same event and dies at the end of the night each time, only to wake up each day unharmed. So it's kind of a play on the Groundhog Day thing. Um, So this season is four years later. Uh, Herself, Nadia and Alan, who she'll always also meet in season one, they've escaped mortality's time loop together. But this time they uh, need to, they're kind of uh, set kind of, it's not like this New York City uh, time loop. They're on a subway line that transports them into a different era altogether. So she needs to work out why she's been sent back to the past and try not to mess anything up along the way. So she's sent further back. In the first season, it's just the same day over and over again. This is, she sent to his different era. So that's back on Netflix on April 20th. Also we have Better Call Saul. I mean this was just a brilliant season spin-off character uh, you know we met, we met Saul in Breaking Bad he was the kind of dodgy lawyer for Walter White and Jesse and he was always up to schemes and tricks this is kind of his origin story as such and there's six seasons of this and it's just really really brilliant that's back on April 19th um, and uh, it, we, as I mentioned the other day we are going to get a little sneak of Walter and Jesse appearing in this season as well so that is brilliant that's coming back April 19th on Netflix I've got loads of streaming ones to Today. This is Disney and I know a lot of people will be interested in this. They are back. The Kardashians are back in our lives. I mean, they said that they were like, you know, done with reality TV and done with cameras following them. No, turns out they just want to swap to Disney. So they're on Disney Plus. Here's a little teaser for you of the trailer of the Kardashians. Life without cameras was a big change for us. 
I think it's time to see a whole new side of the family. So how does it feel to be back? We've had so much time off, we've kind of gone into our own worlds. I'm excited for this new chapter, and I've been in this game long enough to know that you just have to be yourself. They're gonna like you for who you are, not what you wear. I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> My pregnancy is really public this time. I feel like we're being chased. Tristan and I are complicated. Trust takes time. Travis and I want to have a baby. Put the sample in this cup. We'll take our mics off. Yeah. There you go. A little taster of the Kardashians. Uh, yeah, look, they're back. They're back in our lives. It's kind of one of these things that like was a little bit of a guilty pleasure to me. But now I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I Like their houses look fabulous. All this kind of stuff. You can get lost in the escapism of it. Maybe they're not really for me, to be honest. They're a bit OTT for me, but a lot of people like them. They're back on Disney Plus tonight. And that is my top three on the tube. Now getting to a bit more culture moving away from the Kardashians because we're talking Circle of Friends I absolutely adored this novel when it came out and uh, or when I came across it I should say uh, when I was in college myself and this is a really beloved story by Maeve Binching and it's been adapted to the stage. It's going to be performed in the Gaiety starting next week. And our own actress from Dundalk, Juliet Crosby, is playing the iconic role of Nan, the ice cool character of Nan, with a lot of dark secret secrets going on with her. So we're going to catch up with Juliet all about this show just after these. 11 to 1. L-M. 32 years after Maeve Binchy's beloved novel Circle of Friends was first published and the public still have a fondness for the story of Benny Hogan and her best friend Eve Malone as they head off to co- life at college in the 1950s in Ireland. We've had a movie version. Now Circle of Friends has been adapted for the stage and will be having its world premiere at the Gaiety Theatre from April 20th to May 14th. And I'm delighted to be joined by an actress I've had the joy of watching perform a one-woman show which is in development at the moment. She's in the star role of the ice cool uh, Nan Mahan, uh, Dundalk's own Juliet Crosby is on the line with me now. How are you doing Juliet? I'm great Sinead, thank you. How are you keeping? I'm keeping very well. Now you had opening night last night in Limerick in the Lime Tree. Yeah. How did it go? Absolutely astonishing Sinead. We couldn't have asked for a, a lovely much warmer audience. They were the most gorgeous people I think I've ever had in the theatre with us. It was the first time we've ever been hearing people uh, outside the, you know, the 15 people in a rehearsal room laugh and there was gasping, there was audible kind of groans of, of discomfort at one point. Um, at, the, at the story itself, I might add, and not at all. So, yeah. um, it, was, it was astonishing. Like, we had an absolute ball with it and we had as much fun doing it for them, I think, as they had just listening and watching it. Oh, that's um, fantastic because yeah, I know this we're, is... We're so thrilled. This is like, you know, two and a half years of, you know, delays with COVID. This has yeah. been a long time coming so has this been because I know obviously I've seen you um, you know in your one woman show which was fantastic I know that's in development at the moment but mm-hmm. pr- uh, prior to that alone like ha- is this your first time back on stage with a big production since the pandemic? Um, I suppose it's definitely uh, I- I'm going I was about to say it's my first time in an indoor theatre but 
Um, we actually did uh, a play last year in, in the Project Arts Centre last Fringe Festival in September, so that would be a lie, but it's definitely the largest play with the most ensemble I have been in in about two or three years, maybe more. Okay. Um, there's, I think there's at least 13 of us as cast. Um, it's a huge team. We are literally a circle of friends. Ah, that's it's lovely. It's incredible. I don't think any, well, I, I can only speak for myself, I don't think I've ever had a bond with people that I've worked with uh, quite as, as strong as this one is we, we have each other's back no matter what um, and we just we just go out there and, and have fun creating with each other all the time so uh, it's definitely the largest in that sense and yeah. commercially in terms of how popular Maeve is how popular this book is um, and obviously Breda Cash the producer her work is known across the country as well as, as all over Europe and America so like it's it's absolutely brilliant to be in something with that much kind of largesse Oh yeah absolutely and and you know the as you mentioned there Maeve Binchy's novel Circle of Friends still so beloved today like I remember mm. reading it myself when I was in college and just <laughs> really connecting with the characters even though they were from yeah. a completely different time uh, you yeah. just sort of connect with them and I, I loved I was actually reading a piece there by uh, Elaine Byrne the writer who's adapted uh, the novel for the stage and she just described it as normal people of its time or before pre-normal yeah. people it's so true that's a really good description of it it really is and I think at the time it was writing about another world um, and we we read back on it and go god there's so much universal universe sorry the universal word themes kind of yes absolutely yes, yeah universal themes that literally are like this was not, we're reading about 1957 we're mm. watching a play about 1957 and yet somehow um, we're watching it going, no, these people are going through the exact same things that we're going through. How it is dealt with isn't always that different from now. Um, and the conundrums still remain the same. You know, yeah. the fractures and the friendships still remain the same. So it, I think that is what makes it so powerful in addition to Maeve having written them so beautifully and oh, the, charming manner. Yeah, she um, just had a way, some, didn't she? She really, just she her did. storytelling and the way she portrays characters was second to none. It really was. Yes, and I think Elaine has done such a brilliant, beautiful job of of adapting. It's it's a behemoth of a novel. Like it's absolutely mm. enormous, and there's I, I can't even count how many characters there might be in it. But we have condensed it um, quite brilliantly uh, into a kind of a two and a bit hour uh, stage production, and and the most focal people are involved in the story. And uh, um, that brings that me nicely actually to, to yourself because you play Nan like she's the when we first meet her now she's like you know the, the effortlessly cool really popular really glamorous everybody loves her but there's a lot going on she's hiding a lot isn't she? She sure is she has a, a very very complex inner world and um, I think that became quite clear in a gas twist of events um, we have the incredible Ashling Kearns as part of the cast she's playing Eve Malone and the last time two years ago when we were doing this first Sinead I was actually playing Eve Malone and oh. we had another lady playing Nan so the director gave me a call about two weeks before we started and said I've had a brainwave and I want you to just hear me out and he asked would I swap would, would Ashling play Eve and I would play Nan instead so it was it was totally like bizarre having to reread the book again as from a different perspective. And as I was doing so, I realized, God, she's, she's, she's Machiavellian. She's mm. also extremely tender and vulnerable in her own right. I don't think there's a single character, even the so-called, you know, baddies or villains in this story that you can't, even in some... Oh, sympathize. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They're so layered, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. Um, and they're built by the society they live in. They're built by the incredible societal pressure, especially in Ireland, which was mm. 
like we had we had religion over our heads, we had poverty over our heads, we had enormous immigration rates um, at the time in the 1950s. So like we were an extremely pressured society just trying to break free and move into this new world that the rest of Europe seemed to be moving into. Um, and I think it's captured in these people wanting to live a different life, but having a hard time making that possible in a world where you've got curtain twitchers everywhere. And oh, you do. People don't want a certain kind of lifestyle in their in their estate. You know what I mean? And this is it. And like, you know, the, the two central characters of Benny and Eve, like they're coming from rural up to the big smoke and they have notions yeah. about what that's going to be like. Yeah. And, you know, they're... Who hasn't, t- t- who hasn't done that? <laughs> <laughs> we can all relate to this. We really can. Oh, I, I totally can. <laughs> thrust into this world. They really are. And, and, you know, as you mentioned there, Elaine Byrne, like what a mammoth task she had. But I Apparently, this is like very, very true to the original. And even uh, Gordon Snell, Maeve's husband, he's been to rehearsals. He's been so pleased with this production. Yes, he. Um, Elaine Murphy is our uh, is our writer, and she has just done a most magnificent job of, as I say, the behemoth task of condensing this seven hundred and something page novel into a script for two and a bit hours and she did it brilliantly um, and Gordon has been into the rehearsal room he also was here last night he saw our first show in Limerick and he was extremely moved and very happy with it and like not tales out of uh, out of school because it, it, it feels like it was such an intimate moment for us mm-hmm. but he was extremely pleased after we did our first we did our one of our last runs in the room for him and our producer team and um, it was very emotional in of that. Of course. And I, I think it is just such a privilege to be bringing his wife's work to the stage. Oh, it really you know, must be. Like, like I mean, to... Just uh, on the periphery of a global pandemic. I like, know. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. None of us even thought theatre would be possible beyond a certain point here. So, so absolutely. I can imagine you guys are going out there giving it socks at really, really and truly. So b- before I let you finish, what's, the, what's your favourite scene to perform then in this? Because I know obviously you love the whole thing, but is there any sort of moment for Nan that stands out that you love performing? Um... I'm not 100 percent sure yet. I feel like that changes from from one from one end of the process to the other. I think yeah. that you rehearse in a room and you enjoy doing in a room can very quickly become a bit of a nightmare when you're doing it for stage because you go, oh, this is a really tricky, you know, maybe comedic or dramatic part that we have to land it right with the audience. So it, it does kind of become a bit of a shifting, moving thing every night. But um, on the whole, I think I'm really just starting to enjoy finding her again on front yeah. of people you know because it is a strange task that we, we, we have all of these ideas in our bodies and our heads for the room and then you bring it out into a room full of other people paying to watch it and it's truly bizarre to me like we stand in the wings sometimes I know I do and I go I could have done anything as a job but I've decided <laughs> to let people watch me pretend to be somebody else for a living which is but you do it thing. so well Julia you do it so so well and you know well, what I'm I'll so take that and run with it <laughs> well you know I've been on I was straight on this morning on the website checking this out it looks like such a fantastic show it starts in the Gaty opening night in the Gaty is next week running until May 14th I wish you the very best to luck with this Julia thank, thank you, so you so much, much. for joining and thank you for having me on thanks a million bye now bye now that's Julia Crosby there gatytheatre.ie okay that's where you're going to find the tickets for this they have matinee shows as well on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 2.30 and of course Monday to Saturday nightly at 7.30pm running from April 20th until May 14th and it is guaranteed fun night out if you're a fan of Maeve Binchy fan of this book I highly recommend this show 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1912, the RMS Titanic, the world's largest ocean liner, hits an iceberg at 11.40pm off Newfoundland, sinking then in the early hours of the 15th of April. Robert Carlyle was born uh, on this day in 1961, British actor, train spotting the full Monty, and also another actor in 1973, Adrian Brody's American actor, uh, won Oscars for The Pianist, and he was also in the Grand Budapest Hotel. They're celebrating birthdays today. And today is National Dolphin Day. It's been created so that we can all pay tribute to this amazing mammal. Dolphin Day today celebrates by learning lots more about these fantastic creatures. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. If with Dynamite on LMFM's 11 to 1, I want to make a request here for Colm Mulvaney. He's from Karen Ross and Kells. Sheila Maloney has been on. She'd like to wish you well and she says she'll be down to see you shortly. And I want to say thanks to Sheila Maloney. She gives us some lovely goodies every Easter. Thank you so much uh, really nice treats that she's given us this uh, year so thank you so much for your generosity as always Sheila you're so so kind um, now we're heading towards 12 news and after that we're going to be chatting bunny health well it is Easter in our Vets and the Pets series I'm also giving away a high field veterinary clinic voucher worth 100 euro I've got music from years and years Shakira Niall Horan and lots more in there on the playlist and we're talking Easter eggs from times past that's all to come 11 to 1 on air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. That's years and years with King kicking off our second hour. Now, I do have a lovely competition for you to treat the furry animal in your life, your four-legged friend. Yes. This is courtesy of Highfield Veterinary Clinic. They are celebrating the opening of their new clinic at Unit 2 Beachmount Home Park in Navin. They have given us a €100 Euro voucher to give away. Really great prize. So if you've an animal maybe that needs neutering or needs some uh, healthcare or a checkup or maybe they are headed for neutering, this will go towards that. Or maybe you just want to stock up on supplies at their shop. This is a really great prize. So we're asking you, we're keeping it so simple today. What animal, now it's an animal... What animal would you associate with Easter? So not a bird. Loads of people getting it on 086-1800-658. What animal would you associate with Easter? And a little clue. We are going to be talking about it with Hazel Mullins very shortly in our regular segment. So 086-1800-658 for your answers. And we'll pick a winner for that €100 Euro voucher very, very shortly. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people the crownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi I'm Louise the trailer has dropped for the final season of Stranger Things. The three-minute teaser shows the teenagers struggling to return to normal life. Viewers also get to see what reports have suggested is the ruler of the upside-down realm. The show returns to Netflix on the 27th of May. You've broken everything. It's almost at an end. 
Ozzy Osbourne's confirmed that he's finished his latest studio album. It features an all-star cast of backing musicians, including members of Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Metallica. It'll be followed up by 2020's Ordinary Man and is due out sometime this year. Sam Oscari, the partner of Britney Spears, has described fatherhood as the most important job he'll ever do after the singer revealed that she's pregnant. It'll be their first child together. Meanwhile, her ex, Justin Timberlake, got doorstepped about Britney's baby news and he didn't take it too kindly. Britney Spears just announced that she's uh, pregnant with Stop. her third baby. Always. <laughs> That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. We are going to be talking about rabbits. Well, it is Easter in our Vets on Our Pets series with Hazel Mullins very, very shortly. And so often this animal can kind of be a novelty pet. So Hazel has lots of kind of advice if you are going down that route of thinking of getting a bunny for the kids. Just there's a lot to think about with regards to that. We'll join Hazel very, very shortly. Hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. Mr. Big, to be with you on LMFM's 11 to 1. We are returning to our Vets and their Pets series. And today we are focusing on the bunny wabbit. 11 to 1. It's time to return to our regular Vets and their Pets series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic. They are in Beachmount Home Park in Navin. And I'm delighted to have our vet Hazel Mullins on the line. And this week we have an Easter theme. We're discussing the cutest animals ever, the bunny rabbit. How are you doing, Hazel? I'm great, Sinead. How are you? I am loving the focus this week, Hazel. We are discussing bunny health because of Easter, which is great. Um, So tell us, though, you know, rabbits, are they a popular pet? Because normally you sort of hear of people having cats and dogs and not really much about bunnies. Well, I did a survey in the UK and they actually, um, about 2% of um, adults in the UK own a pet rabbit. So they haven't done one in Ireland. So it is like, we would see them here in the vet. I would definitely say they're 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 third after dogs and cats. Like they're definitely becoming more popular. And I just want to say as well, I suppose just like you know, puppies aren't just for Christmas. Yeah. Rabbits aren't just for Easter. And I think just to let listeners know that yes, look, it's it's nice and topical to do uh, a rabbit, um, you know, radio show uh, at the moment, but. I do think people have to be aware that rabbits, there actually is a lot of work involved and they actually have a lot of husbandry issues. You know, they, they, they need to have the right husbandry. There's a, there's a good bit of veterinary care involved as well. So yeah, um, very you definitely important. want to do your research before um, investing in um, a, pe- a pet rabbit. Yeah, because, you know, as you rightly say, you know, if people are considering having a, a bunny as a pet, there's a lot to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, like normally people will say, oh, it's a great idea for young children, but that novelty might wear off like a rabbit can live a long time, Hazel. Yeah, generally average between eight and 10 years and some of them even longer. So you really do need to think 10 years down the line, where will you be? Where will the child be? Where, you know, what situation you will be? So it, it, it takes just as much consideration getting a rabbit as it would a dog or a cat. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about their health care then. Uh, in terms of, you know, we talk about vaccinations an awful lot in this show and mm. I love reiterating the importance of getting pets vaccinated. So what sort of vaccinations do bunnies need? 
Yes, so luckily um, there's actually just a new um, vaccine out on, on the market at the moment that actually combines all of the three disease, the three main viruses that rabbits get into one injection. So it's become really easy. And generally from five weeks of age, a rabbit can get, can get their first vaccine. And um, this vaccine in particular, and it, it covers myxomatosis and also RHV, RVHD virus one and two. So I don't know if people were aware, a couple of years ago, there was a new virus came out and a lot of uh, rabbits were dying. And it's a, it's a hemorrhagic diarrhea virus. And it was very. It was a new strain of it, strain um, number two, and there was a, there was a big push on getting a vaccine for it and getting all the rabbits in Ireland vaccinated. So luckily now it's incorporated into the the normal vaccine when you go into the vet. It's incorporated into that vaccine. So generally it's a it's a it's a once a year vaccine, and mm-hmm. it's um, yeah from five weeks. So it's very important because look, there's, there's wild rabbits out there yeah. as well. So if you, if you have a rabbit outside. You know, any time, even if you put them out for five or ten minutes a day um, and they're generally an indoor rabbit, they can still pick up these, these, these viruses. OK, very important. And as you say, yes, the rabbits, they're, they're wild, they're around the place. They are creeping into suburbia. They're not just in woods and things like that. Absolutely. No, no. They're yeah. Everywhere. And uh, talk us through some of the ailments then that they can get from time to time, the, the, some of the common ones. So I think anything to do, I think what people need to know is what the signs of a, of a sick rabbit is. Because rabbits are prey animals, they're not going to let you know they're sick like a dog would generally do. You know, yeah. they're not going to be very obvious about it. They're going to be quite secretive because they don't want to let prey know that they're sick. So generally they, they hide a bit. They would go into themselves, become quite lethargic, n- stopping eating. If, they, if a okay. rabbit stops eating, you need to get them into the vet ASAP because the way their guts are, their, their, their hind gut fermenters, they're actually like little horses. They need to be eating all the time and they need to continue. Their, their guts are very sensitive. So if a, if a rabbit stops eating, it can be really, really detrimental to them. OK, good sign to look mm. out for because I was, I was going to say they do seem to be constantly kind of chomping a lot. Yeah. Uh, now, one of the things that we definitely, when it comes to rabbits, Hazel, we have to talk about neutering. They, they yeah. have a reputation, don't they? They do. And they have it for a reason. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, generally, it's 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 not just for preventing unwanted rabbits and, and you know litters. Um, it is for you know they can prevent a lot of diseases like tumors in in females, mammary tumors, uterine tumors in in male rabbits as well. They can get you know testicular tumors, but they can also have a lot of um, you know behavioral issues. So they can actually you know show a lot of you know aggression to other rabbits or to even your own even their owners. So okay. it is important. Um, to talk to your vet about neutering your rabbit and generally it's in around the five to eight months um, of age when you would do that. Okay, and is it like a fairly straightforward procedure? Is there a little bit of aftercare required with it? There is. You have to make sure that they that they keep eating so you mm-hmm. don't starve a rabbit. You know, like how you'd get told to, you know, oh, with, yeah. withhold breakfast from your dog or cat when you go in. You wouldn't do that to the rabbit so you would definitely keep all their food available right up and, you know, even in the cage, going to the vet, you keep it all very calm stress they get they get affected by stress quite a bit so you just need everything very calm and normal and making sure that there's that there's um hay available and their food is available at all times um prior to surgery and then when you come home you really do need to be monitoring their food intake and if they're not eating you need do need to bring them back to the vet a bit more than you would you know some dogs and cats like they might indeed for a while but there's yeah. the rabbit it's very important and also just wound care as well and just making sure that their pen is nice and clean and things like that.
And uh, you mentioned there, and I didn't realise this actually, you mentioned there about indoor and outdoor rabbits. I didn't realise, I thought mostly that they were outdoor, were they not? Yeah, so they they can be indoor as long as they're, um, you know, they're, their natural, um, you know, instinct to burrow and hide and all these kind of things are encouraged within the, the pen indoors and also that they have a lot of, you know, green leafy veg and, and like, so 15% leafy greens, 80%, 85% hay and very few pellets. So like they say about two egg cups roughly uh, per per rabbit um, a day and stay away from anything coloured and muesli mm. looking. It's the real boring looking pellets that you want to be feeding your rabbit because they can, they're clever. They're going to yeah. pick out the nice sweet bits out of, of those muesli's and carbohydrates like really high sugar carbohydrates are really dangerous for rabbits. So no, they need the, they need the hay, they need the green. The hay is also for, for their teeth, like they need, because obviously teeth is a whole probably other, other oh, yeah. show in yes. rabbits, um, Sinead. So we do need to be, you know, supplying that roughage that they are, they're using their teeth correctly and also that they're just getting their fibre. Um, but yeah, generally, in, yeah, indoor, you, you can, you can uh, train them uh, easily to a cat litter tray. Oh, very um, good. But you just wouldn't use normal cat litter. You just have to be um, careful, like a, more of a wood pellet yes. uh, cat litter. And yeah, so it's, look, the husbandry, you really do need to do your research. If yeah. you're thinking about a rabbit, you really do need to think, okay, is it going to be indoor? Is it going to be outdoor? Can I make you know, wildlife proof, proof my outdoor area, make sure that no predators can come in, make sure that you're making, like, have a place that they can hide safely and that they feel safe and also that you're encouraging that they're digging and all that kind of natural, um, yeah, you know, without digging yeah. out of the pen, but that yeah. you're encouraging their natural behaviour. Yeah, they do like yeah. to escape sometimes as well. You have to make sure they're well, they're well caged in. And, uh, you know, the other thing as well is, you know, a lot of the time they can kind of get lonely. So one rabbit on its own, if that is the case, like maybe a lot of human interaction and, yeah. you know, that, that would be good as well. Yeah. So the open day at the weekend went really well, Hazel. And in fact, we have your lovely 100 euro voucher for Highfield to give away today. So how do you, you were happy with how things went? Oh, Sinead, it was fantastic. And the crew from LMFM were super on the day. And do you know what? It was just brilliant to meet the, the locals in Navin and meet all the doggies as well. A lot of Newfoundlands in, in, in Navin. It's, oh. it's big dogs. It was brilliant. And uh, no, it was it was a wonderful day and we're very proud. Fantastic. And people can see you there. You're in Beach Mount Home Park in Navin, the brand new clinic. Hazel, as always, thank you so much for all of that advice. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter, Sinead. See you soon. The beloved family pet is just like any other member of the family. And if you want to make sure that your family pet is in the best of shape, then tune in to Vets and Their Pets on the 11 to 1 show with Sinead Brassel every Thursday at 12.15 in association with Highfield Veterinary, Unit 2, Beachmount Home Park, Navin. Catering for all your pet and farm animal needs. For more information on Highfield Veterinary or to make an appointment with one of our vets, call us on 046 90 or visit highfield.ie Yes, and we will have vets and their pets next week. I have gotten a question here about uh, a basset hound and we'll definitely put that to Hazel or Peter next week. If you do have questions about your own pet, get them in to me on 086 658 or you can email me info at lmfm.ie and we'll return to them next week. On the way for you, I have some Niall Horan. 11 to 1. We're talking retro Easter eggs from times past very, very shortly. There's lots of great uh, ones that are popping up here on the list that I have. But first, it's back to the music. Here's Niall Horan. Niall Horan and Anne-Marie with our song. 
LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Couple of jobs here for you today. Meath County Council has the following vacancies available. They are looking for a business advisor in the local enterprise office, Healthy Ireland coordinator, and an assistant business advisor with the local enterprise office. Please check the current vacancies on their website. Lynn Mac Auto in Navin requires a fully qualified mechanic. Please apply to Lynn Mac Auto at gmail.com. That's L Y N M A C Auto at gmail.com. Or you can check Lynn Mac Auto Navin Facebook page. Enable Ireland requires a support worker for adults with disabilities based in Crumlin and Rialto in County Dublin. Day services and Navin County Meath. To apply, you can check vacancies on their website. That's enableireland.ie or you can email dcoyle at enableireland.ie for more information on that one. Chime requires a community resource officer for lead responsibility for deaf community services and they're also looking for a community resource officer with lead responsibility for tinnitus, hard of hearing and cochlear implant clients in the Dundalk area. You can check chime.ie for details or you can email mora.oleary at chime.ie. PJ Murray Engineering requires an agri parts and tool salesperson. Please email your CV to pjmurraying at gmail.com. So that's pjmurray and then eng at gmail.com. Or you can check PJ Murray Engineering Facebook and Instagram pages for more details on that one. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Okay, we are approaching Easter Sunday. We're very excited about this. I've been looking at my Easter egg there, winking at me from the top of the shelf the past few days. And look, it's one of those things, I know I'm going to moan for a second, but it is one of those things as a celiac where you're kind of going, it's slim pickings out there. You know what I mean? I miss my Cadbury and all of that. But anyway, I got me thinking about retro Easter eggs and I came across this and it's given me all of the flashback vibes. The number one on their list here um, for kind of the retro ones. Now, I know you can still get a cream egg Easter egg, but just the box and everything for this one is just brings you right back. It's got the red and blue and the yellow chicks all over it. And just the big cream egg, which I always thought would actually have the goo in it. But no, bitter disappointment every time. But they do have the little small chocolate uh, cream eggs. They are divine. I used to always just chomp the top off it, like a boiled egg kind of vibe, you know. Chomp the top off, scoop out the centre and then eat the rest of it. You'd be covered in goo and mess, but just worth it. So Cadbury's cream egg coming in at number one there. The next one, now I don't think you can get this version, but the giant Smarties Easter egg. Uh, this was a fan favourite growing up and if you wanted something simple, the Smarties, you know, classic choice. You've got the egg and you've got the little bag of sweets and it was a super colourful box. I think the box might have been actually bigger than the contents, but it's pretty cool looking. This brings me now really right back. I remember my older brother getting this. The Roundtree's Yorkie milk chocolate egg. But do you remember, it came in a truck so the box was a truck and you had the Yorkie egg inside with all that big chunky chocolate. Um, that's really good. I don't think you can get it in the, the truck anymore or the uh, the bus, I think it was. It was a Yorkie bus. And then this one as well, also kind of sticking with the transport team, uh, the Milky Bar stagecoach. So it had um, the little Milky Bar kid up on top and his stagecoach and it was just gorgeous the packaging of this is just lovely so that's another one popping in there uh, the rose's egg now I know you can still get the rose's egg uh, but this one is kind of a little bit smaller I think and it has just a couple of the sweets the classic sweets because they have changed up the roses a little bit 
And this one now, I don't definitely don't think you can get this. A fruit pastilles milk chocolate egg. Uh, this is like full on retro with the rainbow colours and the lovely spring theme of the lambs and the daffodils and everything on the box. Looks absolutely brilliant. This is a good one as well. The Rolo egg. Uh, now the Rolos, you could get a couple of different versions of this. I don't know if you can get these anymore, but you had the one egg and then the two tubes of sweets. That was one version of it. But also Rolo brought out their own Rolo egg as well. Kind of uh, maybe in rivalry with, with the Cadbury's cream egg. But you bit into it and you had all the gooey caramel inside in it in the Rolo egg. Absolutely gorgeous. This is really uh, amazing looking. The walnut whip egg. This now was if you had a few pounds, I think. <laughs> it's a big purple box and it has like uh, the gold egg inside with the big yellow bow on it and the two little walnut whips each side. I don't know, can you get a walnut whip egg as in an Easter egg anymore? I don't think you can. But this was now if you had a bit more, you know, money to spend. Um, Kit Kat cubes. That was another thing. I don't, I think they're done away with. Now, that's the one thing I actually can eat. They have these new ones now. They're little Kit Kat bunnies and little Kit Kat eggs. So the little ones, the little packages of them, they're actually gluten free, which is brilliant. And they do taste really chocolatey. So I'm just going to buy myself a load of them over the Easter. And then the final one in this is the Toffee Crisp. This uh, egg is complete with the big orange box and the little soldier beating his drum on the side of it. And uh, yeah, there you go. Toffee Crisp. Wouldn't be the the one I'd pick now straight away myself if I had my choice I'd think it'd be cream egg all the way but uh, you know all lots to enjoy on the Easter have you got your egg yet are you looking at it like me at the top of the shelf what egg are you hoping to get for Easter Sunday let me know 086 1800 658 Shakira Shakira there's Shakira, hips don't lie on LMFM's 11 to 1 people coming in with their Easter egg choices a Turkish egg oh no Ah, uh, no, no. A Turkish, Turkish delight. My husband's all about the Turkish delight as well. Oh, I can't abide it. You're, it's, it's, you either love that or you hate it. There's two camps with that. Or the traditional Irish macaroon egg, which I haven't heard of, but I'm very intrigued about. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Someone's messaging in as well about our bunny feature, uh, saying they had a rabbit for nine years, got very friendly with the cat, so much so, so he chose to have the kittens in the rabbit's cage and they became a happy little blended family. Love it. Oh, isn't that lovely? Because, yeah, cats and rabbits, I wouldn't have thought that they'd get on too well. Thanks so much for that. We're going to have a quick break. And after that, I have a winner for our Highfield Veterinary Clinic 100 euro voucher. 11 to 1. There's Gavin James with Always on LMFM's 11 to 1. I want to say a big congratulations to Kia Rooney in Minolte. You are getting our 100 euro voucher for Highfield. I was, of course, talking about the bunny rabbit. I know one or two did say lambs as well, and I can see where that thought process would happen. <laughs> I forgot about lambs. It was rabbits that I was talking about. Thank you so much to everybody who entered. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company. As always, have a wonderful wonderful Easter. I'm going to keep leave you in the company of Phil Collins. 11 to 1. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.